0: Talking with Tilfer is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery, Slowdown Clothing.BigCartel.com, and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 84. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. That's right. I'm back for another fantastic episode. It has been, well, I want to start off by saying we all need to be grateful for where we are and what we have. Um, I believe this to be true, especially after... The amount of things that happened this week. And I know for you this is coming out after the fact. But that's what happens when you pre-record some episodes. Um, I'm recording this on Sunday, uh, October 31st. So I know that for three weeks you guys are going to be trapped in October. But I do understand that it's November 11th for you. So happy uh, Thursday. Hope you're enjoying it. And of course, uh, real quick, the weather is going to be for Thursday, October 11th, uh, November 11th. Well, right now, Tuesday, November 9th says it's going to be 52, partly cloudy. So I have no idea what the weather is going to be. I can't even see that far ahead. So this is fun. Anyways, I want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you for subscribing, watching, liking, all of those things I ask you to do. It keeps me coming back here week after week, so I greatly do appreciate it. Um, if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe, hit those like buttons, share, rate, review, set the alarms if you want to know when all the new episodes upload. And don't forget to make comments, all right? Make friends in the comments section. All of that stuff helps push the algorithm and also check out the sponsors because that keeps the podcast afloat. Again, as New Hampshire Vape Gallery. You can come in and shop us seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com for some of the best clothing I've ever seen or worn. And then naturalbossnh.com. They're amazing. Still the best hand sanitizer I've ever used. So go and check them all out. It really does keep the podcast afloat, and I always greatly appreciate it. Um, If you want to follow me, that's right. If you want to get more content, go to social media. Follow me. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And then, of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, Uh, that would be T-A-L-K-I-N with tofer at gmail.com. That's talking with at gmail.com. If you want some free slowdown merch, put slowdown in the subject line, send me a story. If I pick it out, read it or have you on the podcast, you're going to get some free merch. And the only way to do that is to send an email over to T-A-L-K-I-N with tofer at gmail.com. That's talking with at gmail.com. All right, and now with all of that out of the way, let's get into today's episode. Well, I'm trying to fix a few things first off. Uh, I'm going to go through things a little bit faster and try not to be boring. I feel like I'm boring. Um and that's okay because this is all new and I'm trying to figure it out. Um but yeah. So this week's weekly roundup is well, let's see. Um Everything's a little screwed up in my mind because of the way I'm recording everything, but I do want you to know that as this podcast is being released, um, I will be on my five-day water fast, so I hope that you have joined me, send me emails. Um, If you still want to join when this comes out, you still have a couple days, so you can join the water fast at any point in time. I just happen to do a full five days without eating, uh, still taking supplements, drinking black coffee and nothing but a gallon at least of water a day. Um, but yeah, I was talking about being grateful. And the reason I was talking about being grateful is because on, uh, Tuesday last week, I went to my graduation. That's right. At professional martial arts Academy in Derry, New Hampshire, we had a graduation, and I have been going to school now for almost, well, I'm finishing up my sixth year, and I've never been to one. I never have the time off. They always do one on a Friday, Saturday. I can't get the time, or it's a Tuesday. You know what I mean? It conflicts with work scheduling, so I finally got the time off, and then I got to go, and I will be honest with you. I was anticipating getting my diploma for my purple belt because I got my purple belt over 11 months ago. And now I got a surprise. Yeah, I got a surprise. I got my first stripe on my purple belt. And it was the most exciting time. I was just so thrilled. Um, I was, you know, you, you should never be expecting to move up in rank in martial arts if you're expecting to move or you feel like you deserve it it's probably not going to happen so um and and there's a couple of the professors went over that and they said a few things like that explaining those type of uh situations where people feel like they're ah, i'm dumb destroying i'm i'm this. yeah but it's it's gonna happen when it happens it's not gonna happen when you want it to happen so to get my first stripe on my purple belt was amazing. I got some phone calls. I got some congratulations, and it felt really good. Um, and then, you know, Wednesday shows up. I'm doing some editing on uh, uh, last week's episode. Uh, this is so confusing to me. Um, and then, um, you know, the day went well. Uh, got everything I needed to done. Um, and then, of course, I, I also had. Jiu-jitsu class in the morning. So I went to jiu-jitsu class Monday morning, Tuesday morning. Uh, no, Monday morning, Tuesday night for the graduation, Wednesday morning. And then I got to finally go back to Plastow, New Hampshire, and see everybody there for the first time in 13 weeks. And unfortunately, I'll be taking the next two weeks off of that uh, because of scheduling and I have a CAT scan this Wednesday coming up, uh, which after I record, this will be in two days. And then uh, for my for my nose, uh, I got something dangling on the inside of my face, and nobody can seem to see it. So now I have to go have a friggin' CAT scan done or a CT scan, CAT scan. I don't know if it's the same thing. So that was great. It was just awesome to see everybody, and I can't wait to see them again in two weeks. Um, and I won't be going to any jujitsu this week because of, uh, working on Monday, which is tomorrow. And then of course, uh, this cat scan on Wednesday and now Friday shows up, right? So I go back to work on Thursday afternoon. Um, uh, it was a fine day. No big deal. Friday, same thing. Had a lot of stuff to get caught up on. Um, got some new orders in. Had to rearrange a whole bunch of stuff. One of my favorite things to do, I tell all of you that. That's why I like retail, because it's never the same. It's constantly changing. Kind of like my life. You know, my life is not staying the same anymore. It's always changing, and I'm always trying to improve it. And that's the same thing you do in the retail world. At least I do. Um, And then Saturday shows up. Now, Saturday is a crazy day, right? It's just a busy weekend um, before Halloween. And it's just busy, 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 right? Morning, open up. Things are going great. I want to I wanna set the mood first. Everything was going fantastic. I mean, amazing. I woke up. I got to shave. You know how much I enjoy shaving and looking clean and showering and all that stuff. I find it to be one of the most important things that you can do for yourself at the very beginning of the day. Get cleaned up, get showered, and get ready to do something, even if you're not doing anything. Um, so I did all of that. Then I left the house. I had to pick up stuff for the shop. I was half an hour ahead of schedule. Everything is going great. I make both the stops, buy the supplies, get to the shop, start rearranging everything, vacuuming, cleaning, getting the store ready to open. And then I had to uh, call a company because I bought a product that was incorrect. And then they were like, you don't even have to send it back. Just throw it away and we'll send you back your money. You should have it uh, whenever your bank uh, gives you back your money, you know, five to seven business days. And I'm like, this is great. I am having the greatest morning. Everything is just ah, tip-top magoo, right? Tip-top magoo. And all of a sudden, I got customers, customers, customers. We're going on 1230, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm helping two customers. Now, if you've never been to New Hampshire Vape Gallery, we have uh, disposables hanging on the walls behind the counter. And one of the walls is closest to uh, the window, which is approximately six to eight feet away from what is about to happen. So I'm helping these two customers, and we're going over disposables. And all of a sudden, now I think a gunshot was a little bit of an exaggeration, uh, but it was extremely loud. It sounded like something smacked inside of a case, and it startles all three of us. And I'm like, what is that? So we start looking around to see, I'm trying to see if something fell off the wall. I'm looking to see if like an entire shelf of juice fell down. I can't see anything. And then we start walking over to the other wall of disposables. And I look down through the top of my display case with all of the uh, vape kits in them and battery chargers. And the whole front of the case is spidering my heart drops because I can't explain this. I can't explain it. I do not know what happened. So now I'm trying to help these two customers. I'm watching my, the front, the front of my case completely shatter. And I'm freaking out inside because if that falls, I can't have any merchandise in that case. So Luckily, the girl and the guy were so petrified that the fact that that happened, they wouldn't go near the case. So as soon as they left, I start taping. I start taping it immediately. Uh, I start getting busy again. I get busy for like three hours. Well, I get busy up until lunch. So lunch is at 2. And I'm trying to tape as much as I can. I get Uh, About 75, 80% of it taped before lunch. I leave myself a little marker so that I know where I can start taping after lunch. Of course, after lunch, it's busy as hell. And this is the way I want it, except for when things like this happen, because now all I can think about is taping the front of that case and making sure it doesn't fall out onto the sales floor. So, busy, 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 busy. I'm trying to tape in between customers. I finally get it a hundred percent taped. I can breathe. I've got so many other projects to get done because I thought I was ahead. So I started doing other things and now we're creeping up on like two, no, three, four o'clock. And I get a customer that is very unhappy. i um, not going to get into it. There's no reason to, but unhappy customer I did not need that on top of everything else. And then of course, uh, in between all of that, I've got a customer that bought something, it failed. They bought it, I exchanged it, that one failed. I exchanged it again, that one worked. I had another person come in and tell me I sold them an expired bottle of juice, which should not be happening. And of course it was, and I, I know why it happened. And that's fine. I, uh, so I have got all this going on. I do the exchange for her, give her a new bottle, have to give her a new pod. I have another guy come in, his wife bought the wrong pods for him. And I, I was like, you, she did say this. And he goes, I know exactly what she said and I know she was wrong. So I understand if you can't take them back and no, I did take them back, but he already filled a pod. So I lost another pod. So there was literally within like the three, the last, the, 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 that three hours after lunch, I had five returns, one upset customer that wanted money back, and I'm still trying to make sure that, no, for some reason, when people see something like a shattered glass, they want to touch it. It's so weird to me. I'm like, why are you touching? The, don't touch that, please. Um, you can clearly see, oh, is it broken? No, that's a that it's a fun design, dude. So that nobody can see the merchandise. What? What? Of course, it's broken, but don't touch it. Why are you touching? Um. So, anyways, I, I I had to deal with all that. I then call the owner, let him know the case fucking broke for no apparent reason. Obviously, um, had to let him know about that because he's working today, which is Sunday. Um, and I was just beside myself. Now, all these things going wrong, I'm trying to get caught up. I'm trying to make light of what I can. And it is just a struggle. And I'm telling you all the way to the end, all the way to the end of the night was nothing but issue after issue after return after return. And so I get to the end of the night. I go to close. And of course, I don't know about anybody else out there, but if you're a manager of a store and you count your drawer, I've always counted my drawer two to three times before I actually close out. So I did this and it was off. And I was just like, oh, hopefully this is the icing on the cake because I don't know if I can take any more of this when I get home. Or I don't want to, you know, I'm just thinking what else is going to happen? Car accident. You know, am I going to get pulled over? So I made sure to go to speed limit. I made sure to just stay the fuck away from everybody. And I just got home, finished it out. And now here we are. It's it's Sunday now. And I am just uh, I'm having a much better day. Um, I haven't gotten any phone calls. So hopefully that's a good thing. Um, But yeah, it was a really, really rough day. Uh, yesterday, Saturday. It was just really, really rough. Um, anything that could go wrong went wrong. Um, and uh, I just couldn't wait for it to be over. I'll be honest with you. As soon as that case broke, I was I was fucking done. I was like, this is not happening. I can't figure out why it happened. You can see where the actual uh, crack occurred. And it was like almost dead center all the way on well, my right from behind the case and it just spidered out this way. And I was just like, none of this makes any sense. Um, so it was just really, really, really upsetting. So I got all my stuff done and now I'm here recording episode 84 for all of you. And, um, you know, um, That's, that's basically it. You know, Monday I go to work, so I can't record. And then, um, I'll be back to my normal schedule for the rest of the week. And then the following week after that, I've got to change my schedule again. So all good. I think I was a little bit off on my timeline last week. Um, but that's the weekly roundup. So this brings me to my first thing, which was being grateful, right? Um, I don't think it's something that I don't do enough. And I know that a lot of people out there are in some really, really hard spots. And as difficult as everything was for me yesterday, I had to still be grateful for everything going on in my life, for everything that I have, um, for, you know, having a job, um, for having everything that I have. I had to really look at everything yesterday and find gratefulness because I was just so upset and angry at the way everything went yesterday. Um, and I don't, I am trying to practice this more. And when we went to graduation on Tuesday, um, professor had spoken about this. He spoke about being grateful, being grateful for the people that you have in your life, being grateful for everything, whatever you have that is uh, positive in your life, you should be grateful for. And just because negative things happen, it doesn't have to set you back. Okay. And that's what I'm, trying to do in my own life. When he was mentioning all that, I was like, he was like, we're going to take 60 seconds and just be grateful for everything we have. And it was very easy for me to do that because I already have been exercising that daily because it's something that I really need in my life because every time I have a struggle like I did on Saturday, Saturday was extreme for me. I've never had so many things go wrong in one day, but if it wasn't for the fact that I have been grateful for all these things in my life for the past week, because I just started doing this, like, this isn't something new. It's just something that I'm doing regularly every day. And because of doing that, it was easier to get through these situations, even though I still blew up and, and lost my shit. Um, I had a good reason for it, and i am not sorry about w- the way I acted yesterday. I felt like I was a hundred percent in the right um and that is something i'm very I'm feeling very strong about my opinion yesterday, and the way that I went about it. I don't feel is wrong because i've gone i've I've been nicer about this situation with less detail. And with less of my feelings and just brought it to the attention so that, you know, it was discussed, it was going to be looked at, it was possibly going to change, but it didn't. So when you bring something up multiple times and it still doesn't change, then sometimes you have to, you have to really voice your opinion in order to be heard. And that's exactly what I felt like I did. I didn't feel like I was in the wrong I didn't feel like I was uh above and beyond. I didn't feel like I was uh saying more than that than than was necessary i I basically was just like this this has got you know this has got to stop you know when I have a customer coming at me um, for something I didn't even do, you know or for something that's out of my control, how was that how was that? Something that's completely out of my control. Now I'm getting um, yelled at. um, uh, Words are being said to me. And it's nothing that I have control over. And so um, it was the last straw for me. Um, You know, when you have multiple customers walk out um, for specific reasons. And then you have, uh, uh, now this is my third one that has been very angry with me for this particular reason, um, it was the last straw. So it's either got to stop or I have to figure out life for myself. And that's just the way things go. You can't always, um, expect people to, um, you know, do what you want. And I'm not saying that this is the end all be all. It's just, this is how I'm feeling right now. Right? So, I'm just grateful for everything that I do have and I think we all need to exercise it just a little bit more. Look around. Um, if you've been making changes in your, in, in your life and you haven't uh, what, uh, you haven't done something right Whatever you're trying to stay away from, whatever you're trying not to do, right there's all kinds of different addictions or things that people are trying to stay away from to better their lives just because something like this happens doesn't mean... You have to backtrack yourself. You can breathe. You can take it all in. Do the best you can with the situation. And then, hopefully, get through these waves of, uh, you know, these waves. Just waves of fucking crap, right? Right? That's how I'm looking at it. It's like a ripple in a pond, except right now it, it felt like a tidal wave um, yesterday. But those feelings can be crippling, and they can set you back. And I'm telling you right now, from experience and from lots and lots of discipline lately, um, it doesn't have to be that way. And I really feel like it starts with being grateful for who, what, And just everything around you, you know. So if you've got people in your corner that will support you and listen to you and instead of, you know, I don't know if it's not listening, but if you've got somebody that'll listen to you without butting in, just let you get it all out. And then maybe they might have some questions or they might have a point of view or they might see something a little bit differently than you. You have to be open to hearing that, but if you get to get it all out with somebody, that's great. You should be grateful for that having that person in your life to listen to you and then not judge you but maybe have some constructive criticism about what what happened that's always that's always fantastic and I'm grateful that I have that person in my life. you know she's amazing and I tell you, I wouldn't be here without her today. So I'm always very grateful for that. And I'm always very grateful for everything that I have and what's going on in my life. And I just think it needs to be exercised a little bit more amongst all of us. I know I got to do it more. It It was a brutal, brutal day. And I was... If it wasn't for breathing and being able to speak my mind twice, um, I don't know what would happen. You know, I feel like I am strong enough to not go back to drinking, um, but you never know. You never know. You never know. So you always got to keep your um, negative mind, your you got to keep it suppressed. You've got to You got to keep it down. You got to keep it down you can not let it take over, right? If I had just kept letting it take over and letting it take over, I probably would have gone back to drinking. But because I did what I did yesterday and I exercised everything that, uh, that I know in my power helps me from drinking, Well, I believe that's why I'm sitting here today and I didn't have a drink again, you know. So that's why I am very grateful for everything because being grateful helps me get through these really, really tough times. And I think it can help other people get through some tough times as well. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Ring, where we are open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. We've got it all. I've been telling you about this place forever. Not only do I work there, but we have everything you're looking for, right? Flavors, menthols, uh, disposables, rechargeables. Uh, Delta 8, CBD, you name it, we got it. It's in stock today, and you can come and shop inside of our store. What's better than that? Nothing. Nothing's better than that. That's what's better than that. Nothing. Uh, so come on in. Come on down, and talk to me, Topher. I'll answer all the hard-to-answer questions, help you find what you're looking for, and you can only do it here at New Hampshire. Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Ring. We're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m., excluding major holidays. And, of course, feel free to give us a call, see if you've got something in stock, 603-814-4171. And, as always, I look forward to seeing you there. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. I don't know what else I need to say about this website. They've got it. They've got it all. You know, shirts, sweatpants, leggings, gloves, hats, skateboards, and more and more and more. They've just got everything. They're high quality. The colors are amazing. Everything lasts wash after wash, and their embroidering is solid. And you can get all of these items plus more here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com again that slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com you're not sure how to spell that it's right here at the bottom of the screen and of course i appreciate i appreciate everybody supporting the podcast by supporting our sponsors well it's time to pay the bills so n a t u r a l b o s s n h.com that's natural boss nh Dot com, yeah, they these guys are amazing, right? Uh, What else can I say about this website? It's amazing, the best hand sanitizer I've ever used. Salve that helps dry skin. You want to melt those stressful work days away? Get yourself a foot body soak, it's amazing, smells great. And then, of course, if you have a beard and need some help, get the beard oil and the lip balm. You can use it all year round, but I'm gonna need it this winter. For sure, it's amazing and keeps my lips moist so they don't crack with the cold air. But you can only get these items here at NaturalBossNH.com. Again, that's NaturalBossNH.com. N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And uh, buy one or all five of these items today. Woo! Let's get into some current events, all right? Like I said, I am going to be a little speedy today. I hope you don't mind. It is Sunday and I haven't even finished my second cup of coffee. Isn't that sad? I think it's sad. All right. So for, Oh, first things first, first things first, quick updates. Um, so rust movie, Alec Baldwin, uh, I guess he finally spoke out. Um, I don't have any videos. I don't have anything. All I know is is that they were using live rounds on that set. Why you would do that, I have no idea. I feel like this whole entire thing is a giant shit show. But if you want to point the finger at anybody, it needs to be pointed at the production, the armorer, and whoever that guy was that got fired for the same type of protocol um, problems. So... Um, and, and now think about it. You're an actor, you get handed a gun, you get told it's all good to shoot. You shoot, someone winds up dead. You don't think Alec Baldwin is dealing with some mental problems right now. He's beside himself. Um, and he's very upset and I don't blame him. And if you're going to point the finger at anybody, it should not be that man. Cause now he has to deal with the fact that he killed somebody I mean, that's crazy, right? He killed somebody, and it's somebody else's fault. But that still doesn't change it for him. He now has to deal with that. He now sees that playing over and over in his head, over and over again. That's fucking crazy. And it's so sad. And um, I just wanted to throw out that quick update. And my next, the next update is uh, Facebook's going meta. So now the company's called Meta. So that they can do more than Facebook. Um, so my wife tells me this morning, and uh, uh, that makes sense. But still, um, it's weird, and it's an infinity symbol to represent, uh, you know, infinite, infinite amount of growth, and so infinite amount of things that they can do. Um, and then I don't know if you saw the video of him talking about it, and then it was like through the Oculus, and they're like, it was just silly. I think he's very awkward. Gets I I, I just want to tell him, get some sun. Like get out there. What are you doing? He looks like an actual android. Like you could cut him open and he would be nothing but gears and uh grease. You know what I mean? No blood. It, he's he's like an android. It's weird. The way he acts is weird, the way he talks, all of it's just so off putting. And um yeah, so now Facebook is gonna be called Meta. I mean, I guess, whatever you guys want to do, whatever makes you happy, but it still doesn't change the fact that Facebook's got a ton of crap going on, and I don't know. You say you can't keep track of all the foreign companies and what they're saying, so they slip through the cracks. Hello, we've got all kinds of ways to translate, so why don't you have something in the Facebook or in, in, in any of your systems that can... Read all that. You don't need people to do it today. I've got a phone, and if I see something in any other language besides English, hell, I can just click the button, hover over it, it takes a picture of it, and then it translates it for me. And guess what? I can read it. So if I can do that with my phone, you should be able to do that with your programs. That's all I'm saying. So good luck getting out of the shit. Changing your name doesn't mean shit. And why don't you, Mark Zuckerberg, Get some sun, all right? Get some sun, get out there, and stop acting like an android. It is so creepy. All right, but anyways, my first current event is DNA Reveals Unexpected Origins of uh in, in Enigmatic Mummies Buried in a Chinese Desert. Crazy. Right? So, they found, what's an enigmatic mummies? I don't know what that means, so I do apologize. Another aspect of this enigmatic group is that they were buried in boats with oars. The coffin is covered in cattle hide? What? Oh, weird. Huh. Let's see. Newcomers to the... Re- uh, a DNA analysis of the remains suggests that the mummies were not newcomers to the region and were descended from the Ice Age. From Ice Age hunting hunter-gatherers. Pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. A natural mummified Bronze Age woman was buried in Axiho in the... Taramim Basin, very cool. I'll put the um um. I've been doing this uh actually last episode, so it hasn't even been released yet. I don't think I did it for a episode eighty two. I think I did it for episode eighty three. Uh, but now I'm starting to put the links for all the articles that I speak of. So if you want to know more about it, it'll be in the description below the video. I'm trying to do more so that if you're really interested in something, at least you can go to it quickly and check it out for yourself. Um, Let's see, my next one, this has got a short video that I wanted to play.
1: We're talking about a new set of protocols that are now in place spelling out how the tents will be removed from that encampment, and essentially starting a clock on that process. So this is what we saw at Mass and Cast today. Posted notices on the tents telling people the tents will be removed in 48 hours. It's a response to the growing crisis covered extensively by five investigates, drug use, mental health struggles, and homelessness, rampant, taking over several blocks in this area of Boston. Well, today, city officials made clearer how the tent removal will play out. Each person will be notified at least twice of the pending removal. They will also be offered drug treatment services, including inpatient detox, access to a shelter, transportation, and free property storage. Workers will also offer to help reunite them with family members. Now, the notices we saw today said the tent removal will begin on Monday morning at 8 a.m. That's also when a special court session dealing specifically with mass and cast will be up and running. More on that ahead at 6 and a survey workers did at the site this weekend.
0: Yeah, we don't care about the survey. Um, Well, I mean, they are public sidewalks. You're not supposed to be living on them. And I, I love how they call this methadone alley. It's like every single um, homeless uh, camp. I don't even know what to call them, but they always give them a name, like heroin, whatever, and this is Methadone Alley, and California's got a name for theirs. Um, But, I mean, what did you think was going to happen? When you throw your trash on the street, do you expect this city not to eventually come through and clean it up? And it's like, you can't get these people to shelters because then they have to get clean. Uh, They're probably living on the street because their family doesn't want anything to do with them. I'm not trying to be mean, but they may have gotten to a point with their family where I was once, right? My mom wanted nothing to do with me. She did not want me in the house. She was like, you wanted to move out? Get the fuck out. And that's how it went. So, because of that... They may not be able to do any of the things that they're saying right now. I don't believe that that's going to be e- even come to fruition. I don't believe it. I believe that these people are going to move. And for some reason, they're like, oh, you can leave your tents. What? What? How does that make any sense? No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand any of this. I know that homelessness is a real thing. And I know it's gotten worse over the last, what, almost two years. It's gotten so much worse. But... Why is it you have to, you know, you're right there. Why would you throw your trash onto the street? Why are you shitting on the street? Like, I don't know if I I think I don't know what I would do if I was homeless. I really don't. Maybe I would be doing the exact same thing. But at the same time, you don't expect the city to come in and clean this up and get you out of there. And if you can't clean something up, they're going to throw it away. They're going to throw it away. This is a very sad situation. I don't know how to fix it. But I mean, the city's got to clean it up. It's it's a hazard. You got people pissing and shitting in the streets. You got trash, you got food, you got all kinds of stuff, and you got drugs and you got people just doing whatever they want, and we can't have that. You have to get it cleaned up. You have to m- relocate them. And you have to try and do the best you can to, I don't know, help them. But how do we do that today, right? We've all seen the numbers in California. We've all heard um, how much money is dumped into the homeless or fixing the homeless. And they still have way more homeless than they should. So is it the same in every state? Or do some states clean up their homelessness with the money that's actually for cleaning up the homeless. That's my question. And we'll see if it ever gets answered, but my guess is no. My guess is is these are all funds and all the people that are involved in the funds line their pockets, they get their money and they don't clean up the homeless nor do they do anything to actually fix it. And then when they do say that they did something to fix it, They make it so that the people that could use it don't want it, which benefits them anyways. So it's just a fucking shit show. Um, And I just I feel really bad for everybody involved in it. And I just wish there was some way for all of us to help people get off the streets because, you know, I mean, in California, you can get away with it year round for sure. You can even get up and move and go somewhere else, and they'll clean up that area. Maybe you'll go back, but that's because the weather doesn't change. I mean, what is it? Winter in California, does it get below 50 degrees there? At least in L.A. I think it's L.A. mostly, but I I don't think so. So it's it's pretty decent weather, but here in New England, you're homeless in the winter. You take the chance of dying because it gets, you know, negative 13 in the winter. With the with the wind chills, it can feel like negative twenty six. You know, I hate that. I hate that feels like the situation. But this is just sad, and I, I I hope I hope they get it clean. You know, I just hope that they can help these people and get the streets cleaned up because it really needs it. That's it's so gross, so gross. Um, let's see what's next. All right, so New Hampshire is now in the middle of a lawsuit with the federal government. Yes, federal government is trying to mandate masks, and New Hampshire is on the list with nine other states to fight back.
2: New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu had already voiced concerns over the vaccination mandate immediately after it came down from President Joe Biden that requires federal workers and contractors to be fully vaccinated. And now New Hampshire has formally become part of a 10-state coalition filing a lawsuit over the mandate. In a statement, New Hampshire Attorney General John Formella said the vaccines are safe and encouraged, but that, quote, the benefits of the COVID-19 vaccine do not justify violating the law. This lawsuit is being filed to protect the state of New Hampshire from the federal government's attempt to impose illegal mandates. The suit follows the announcement at the University of New Hampshire last week that all university employees must be vaccinated according to the president's mandate. That includes students that work there as well. Naoko Funayama, WMUR News 9.
0: So that is crazy. I'm just all right. So here's my point of view on this real quick. I don't like any of the mandates. I am vaccinated and I'm not happy about it. Um I feel like mass mandates and vaccine vaccine mandates are wrong. They're wrong. And I'm sorry but we should not be vaccinating our kids. I, I, I don't have any kids, but if I had them, I would not be giving them this COVID 19 vaccination shot. I'd be keeping my kids home and I'd be homeschooling them at this point um, because, you know, I don't think it's right. We don't, I don't even know what this vaccination has done to me. And I won't find out what it did to me until, what, five, 10 years down the road. I feel like the mask mandates are absolutely incorrect. Um, I've said this a bunch of times now. Uh, but, you know, when you've got more people um, on bikes wearing masks than helmets, we have a problem. And the fear has taken over. I, I still see people walking outside with masks on, riding their bikes, uh, jogging. I'm like, what are you doing? Why? It doesn't make any sense to me. I had a guy yesterday wearing his mask, right? Comes in, buys a disposable, and then wants to try the disposable in the store, goes to take down his mask to vape inside. What are you doing? This is why none of this works. But why are you out there jogging, running, riding your bike, uh, in your car by yourself. You're not a Lyft or Uber driver. Why are you wearing a mask? I don't, I don't understand this. I just think the fear is taken over. I think we're on the wrong side of this. I feel like everything that we're doing is stupid. It's so stupid. Um, I, I feel like once we found out that the vaccines didn't keep you from getting sick, they weren't what the what you said they were, right? So why are you mandating everybody to take this fucking shot? You know? Who's got their hands in with the pharmaceutical companies to get paid for this? That's the only reason I see this being pushed so hard. You know, who's benefiting from all the mass sales? Who's benefiting from all of the vaccine sales. Those are the people that are pushing the mandates. Are they not? Because I believe they are. So I'm not, I've said, I think I said this a couple times now, but I'm not on board with the booster. I'm not on board with sticking needles into kids' arms and giving them a shot that we have no idea what it's going to do to them long-term. Maybe we should find out what it does to the adults long-term first. Plus, you're giving it to an age group that could get over it relatively quickly. Now, have there been more complications with Delta? Of course. There's going to be more and more complications as long as this thing keeps making new variants. But you can't stop that. The vaccine's not going to stop that. The only thing that's going to stop this virus dead in its tracks and I've only, I, I haven't heard good things right now, but the antivirals and Novax was supposed to be doing really well. Now the test results are coming back. It's not doing as good as everybody anticipated. So we have to keep working on it. So why is it we haven't found anything or we haven't invented anything or made anything or whatever, uh, That is actually doing what we need it to in order for this virus to maybe be um, eliminated. But yet, we're going to keep going back to something that works okay. Now, for me, I got Moderna, which even six months later has uh, 53% efficacy. Six months later. It's the strongest one out of all three of them. I don't know how I got lucky about that, but I guess I did. Um, And I'm glad that, you know, there was one out of the three that was better than all of them. I thought it was going to be Pfizer, but it turned out to be Moderna. So, but I'm still not um, feeling like this is, I still don't feel like I made the right choice. I feel like I made the choice because I was fearful of catching covid Uh, Because of people not wearing masks in my store. And now I'm realizing that that was stupid, too. Because here I am. Well, I'm not even fully vaxxed anymore, right? Because they said now you got to get a booster shot. So now they're saying I'm not even fully vaxxed. So all of this makes me very angry. It makes me very upset. And I just have a funny feeling. I have this feeling in my stomach right now that, what do they call that, gut feeling? that uh, we're going to see some major issues in kids with these vaccinations, just like we do with females who are pregnant, females in general, and all the long hauler symptoms that people got from the vaccini- vaccine in general. So I just see problem after problem, and why they keep pushing this on all of us, is I just I think it's wrong, and I'm glad that New Hampshire is part of this lawsuit to stop the federal government from ripping away more and more of our rights. Because it's not right. It's wrong. All right, let's move on. So, Blue Origin is... What is this? Uh, Unveils plans to build a private space station called Orbital Reef by 2030. 2030. Interesting. Let's see what this is about. There we go.
3: There have been dreams for a very long time of robust commercial activities in space with growing populations and so forth. Now we have access to systems that cost less to launch and land. And we now understand how to build destination systems that last for a long time. It's the commercial world in which advanced capabilities get normalized and become a part of everyday life. Orbital Reef is a full-fledged commercial space station.
1: Think of it as a village. Think of it as many different organizations and people in their own parts of Orbital Reef doing their own activities where all types of companies Holy can come shit. together and do research and or production and also provide opportunities for tourists to come and just experience what space is like.
3: It's an ecosystem that will allow
0: ideas Wait a to grow, to germinate, whole new fields. And- Wait a minute. This is going to be open to people? So you just... You're like, hey, I want to go to Orbital Reef this weekend. And you get to go to Orbital Reef and hang out and just check it out, be in space for a couple of days, and then leave? Okay, this is getting extremely wild. We are, we are in a different spot these days. This is, wow. Just wow. areas of economic arena, new science that we can't even imagine
3: now. Wow. Orbital Reef starts with two strategic partners, Blue Origin and Sierra Space. These two together shit. have the oh. fundamental elements that give us both transportation of cargo and crew and the destination system essentials. Oh shit. In addition, we have a set of expert teammates, which includes Boeing, who will be developing our research module. Uh, We'll be providing crew and cargo transportation with the Starliner. And when the Orbital Reef is operational, we'll provide all of the operations and maintenance uh, necessary to sustain the Orbital Reef. Genesis, who are developing...
0: Wait a minute. Wasn't Boeing the one that had problems with their friggin' jetliners? I might be wrong about this, but I thought they had a problem with their planes and... They had to ground a whole bunch of them for issues because of lack of maintenance. (laughs) Uh, I hope they keep up with the maintenance. I don't know. I could have sworn there was a story out there about the Boeing jets being grounded for lack of maintenance on their engines. But hey, could be wrong about that. It could have been somebody else. But hey, I don't know. Being the single-person spacecraft for
3: suitless extravehicular Whoa. activity.
1: ASU is going to bring together this international group of 14 universities to work with Orbital Reef on the ethics and guidelines of research on how we can bring to bear all of our expertise.
3: And Redwire, who provide in-space manufacturing, leveraging the microgravity environment to push new science, new discoveries, and new commercial applications. We're working very hard to make sure that Orbital Reef is not just for the entities that have had access to space so far. It's intended to be humanity's footprint in Earth orbit, and that means all the nations and companies and peoples of the world.
1: I think that Orbital Reef offers us an opportunity at this point in history to really approach the next frontier as humans and to expand beyond the surface of the planet. Maybe there's a company that wants to manufacture materials in space. Maybe there's a school that wants to send an experiment up. Maybe there's a nation that's ready to send someone into low Earth orbit to inspire their entire nation.
3: It's limitless the implications of microgravity research, development, and manufacturing. Every aspect of our life, of industry, of science, will be impacted by the discoveries that we make on Orbital Reef. This unique environment that's only a couple of hundred miles away from us is both transformative and accessible. It's incredibly exciting.
0: Well, that is intense. I mean wow wow so we're we've got so much stuff going on for space. We've got the hot air balloon that'll cost you fifty grand that they want to put in like every major city you've got uh Jeff Bezos you know sending um William Shatner to space and other people, and then you've got the 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 rocket from Elon, and then you've got orbital reef and i mean it just keeps going and going and going i i, I think by 2030 we're going to have a much better idea of our space than we ever have as, as long as you know things go smoothly and the world doesn't collapse around us because we all know that our government is um but this is insane i mean you can just be a regular Joe Schmo get whatever, however much this costs to go to Orbital Reef, and then you could go. Or you could be in a science experiment at school, and they're like, hey, we want to see if we can do this in space. And then they, you know, they, they do like a field trip or something, you know, where you got to sign a major amount of waivers. But what if you were a student in school and you got to go up to this thing in two thousand? 31, whatever, after it's built, and you get to go there and do a science experiment in space. We've never been able to say that before. I think that's fucking awesome. So really cool. Um, we are just expanding like crazy, and uh, we're just seeing more and more uh things happening that are gonna bring us th- that are going to show us what what space is like you know it's it's so interesting to me and i know i always say this now this one i'm gonna end on uh but this is this is also a reason for being grateful and i'm gonna play the video for you and then uh uh-huh. I-, I think you'll understand why I say this.
2: Take a look here. It is the video that really makes you do a double take. Look at test. this. That is a massive tree trimming truck on its side after it <laughs> smashed right into a house in Worcester this afternoon. Wild scene out there. Everybody's oh okay. My and everybody's also asking, what happened here? Boston 25 News reporter, Wale Alayou, walks us through that crane.
4: Ala- this is quite the scene. Take a look behind me. The wheels of that crane are in the air right next to the home, which, if that's the case, where the boom of the crane landed cannot be good.
3: You ever heard a really big firework go off?
1: Kaboom. Yeah, <laughs> like that. It feels in the air. The truck Holy on its side. Shit. And it's
4: boom on top oh, of the hole no. and power lines. <sighs> I heard a big
3: boom. I ran out and there was a truck against the house. <laughs> So I ran down the street. His crane, the crane took out all our electricity,
2: everything else.
4: But the line still had energy, meaning this guy was stuck until crews shut off power.
2: There was somebody in the crane, but they ended up getting him out. Took about an hour
4: and a half, but he was fine. He had a couple scrapes and bruises on the face. It happened around one thirty at the intersection.
0: She's like, I walked out of my house to smoke a cigarette, and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) I don't
2: Cumberland
4: know. and Castine Streets as the operator was removing trees close to the home. Just
3: happy uh. it's not our house. Oh.
4: Happy they're okay, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, happy they're okay. Uh, could have been a lot worse, for sure. The preventative measure was done so that trees would not fall on property. Now the question becomes, was this negligence or from the pressure of trying to lift trees on a rain-soaked ground?
2: Oh, she's going to be doing an investigation,
3: uh, some state agent- agency involving professional licensure for this kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure the ground, I'm sure the conditions, I'm sure whether all the safety protocols were followed. Just scary. Ground was
4: really soft, and that thing just sunk in four or five feet. Thankfully, no one homes in either house when this happened. I spoke to the homeowners in this home. They are hoping that they can stay here at least for the foreseeable future. As far as the other home, further down, well, they're on vacation and are going to have to come home to this. For now, that's the very latest here in Worcester, Wale Aliou, Boston, 25 tonight.
0: So the reason I brought this up was because of when I got my tree cut down. So when I got my tree cut down, they were putting the crane away and one of the hydraulics popped. And it dumped 30 gallons of hydraulic fluid on my lawn. And of course, I was super butthurt. And of course, everybody knows I had to reseed. I had to grow. And it took forever for life to go back to normal around here. Now I realize it could have been so much worse. And again, I'm just grateful that that didn't happen. I'm just so grateful that that did not happen. That could have been something that that could have gone wrong that I never even thought of. So I saw this and I was like, oh my God, it could have been worse. It could always be worse. Remember that. Be Grateful for everything going on in your life, because when you think it's bad, somebody else might have it worse than you, showing you that things are just not as bad as you're making them out to be, just because it's bad for you doesn't mean it's the end, you know, so I saw that, and I was like, "Oh my God, their house got crushed the uh, the ground's destroyed." You know They probably broke trees that didn't need to be broken. Now the electric company's got to come out. I mean, it's just a complete and absolute shit show. And it showed me that having a hydraulic leak in your lawn, having to reseed, reloom, do all those things I had to do that took two months and 20 days to recover from, at least my house didn't get hit. At least they got the trees out, you know? So I'm always grateful for everything going on in my life today. It is something that I am exercising all the time, and it's a work in progress like everything in my life right now. Everything is a work in progress. My um, One thing I keep telling myself, you can't expect to clean up 27 years worth of shit in five years. It's going to take more time. So be grateful for where you're at. And that's my message for today. Be grateful for where you're at. Okay. Um, and that's the podcast today. That's it. That's it. It's a shorty. I hope you enjoyed it. I always want to say thank you. Thank you for watching, subscribing, um, doing all the things I ask you to do. Don't forget to check out the sponsors. Uh, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, and NaturalBossNH.com. They keep the podcast afloat. When you subscribe, uh, you keep me coming back here week after week. Uh, Everybody new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. If you're watching or listening, subscribe, okay? So one thing I'm asking everybody to do, it is completely free for you, and I appreciate it very much. But if you want to know when all the new podcasts upload, remember to hit that alarm. All right. And then, of course, share, rate, review, give a thumbs up for the videos and leave comments. Make friends in the comment section. All that stuff helps make this podcast become uh, a little bit more public. All right. It gets it out there in the interwebs. Um, And then, of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. If you have a story or you know somebody who has a story that needs to be heard... Put slow down in the subject line. Why? Because you get an opportunity to get some free slow down merch if I pick out your story, read it off, maybe have you on the podcast. But you get a chance to get some free slow down merch. But you can only do that if you send an email over to T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. And then, of course, if you want some more content throughout the week, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So go there. Follow and I'll be giving live updates every day about the five day water fast that I will be in the middle of when this podcast uploads. All right, I hope you join me. Remember to send an email um, and let me know if you are joining me on this November's five day water fast. But you can always follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And uh, with all that said, I just hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. I hope uh, you have a great weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later.